Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome back <laughs> to the Dark Twisty Podcast, where we give you advice from people who need advice. I am Nikki. And I am Esther. Um, I'm going to be seam ripping this whole time because I have basically, I'm you know, I've got my sewing machine and I've been like trying to learn how to sew. And I think Esther mentioned this, but I think I might have cut it out in editing that I've always been interested in like bralettes and like their design because I think they're so pretty so I want to learn how to make them but I don't want to go out and buy fabric until like I actually know what I'm doing because like I'm so I'm not even like watching tutorials I'm just like teaching myself how to do it because I want to do things like my way which is not the best way but whatever so I have like all this old yeah exactly I'd rather learn from my mistakes than like watch someone tell me how to do it what do they know Except for <laughs> a little bit more than you, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm um I'm just trying to repurpose some old fabric that I have, so I need to take it apart. So I'll be doing that as we talk today. That's okay Love with you. That. Love that. So my week was really crazy actually when I think back I was in Surfside for the first half of the week by my uncle and for some reason every time we go down there and it's like a beach apartment I've mentioned before but every time we go down there I think we bring wind with us because there was such crazy wind we couldn't even go into the water like it was it was like stormy wind like a dangerous really kind of thing. well so wasn't there a storm in Florida this weekend yeah so then again so this the rest of my week like I came back I went back home I repacked my stuff and I, then I went to Orlando for my aunt's 50th birthday happy birthday Ooh. Judy oh and it was also your dad's 50th birthday last night yeah they're actually two weeks apart my aunt is two weeks older than him <clears throat> that's cute yeah so um we went to Orlando to celebrate and it was so much fun we literally just had an amazing weekend chilling we rented a sick house in Orlando I sent Nikki a whole three minute video of the house yeah it was stunning she woke up Esther sent me wait Esther sent me a video honestly we might have to post this video on the dark twisty Instagram (laughs) because in the video Esther probably wakes up every single person that is in that house (laughs) because it was like not 9 a.m something like that and I thought everybody would be up because they're all much older than like it was me and my cousin were the only two people under 40 there and then there was just like my mom and her three sisters her two sisters and my grandma and like they're all party animals so it was really fun but like everybody gets up early they always get up early so I was assuming that everybody was awake and also we were leaving the house in an hour to go to an activity well massages <laughs> so an activity. <laughs> like, you're going on an adventure to go yeah it was an massages. adventure because I've never gotten such a good massage in my life but really? it was oh. really yeah so I went around the house doing the video and I get to one room and it's locked so I like tried opening it and my cousin's like <laughs> I'm in an exam so I was like, okay, shoot. And then I go to the next room to show. I was like, I guess you can't see that room. I go into the next room. I open it up. I turn on the lights. I'm like, so this is the kids' room. And like, we're not using this room or whatever. And then my mom turns over and is like, well, <laughs> she wo- I woke her up. I'm sorry, mom. It was Wait, really not it intentional. Just, was it just a girl's trip? <laughs> it was just a girl's trip. It was so much fun. That's we watched really a movie nice. Saturday night. And then we were supposed to go out, but they're all old. They're like, you keep forgetting. It's a 50th birthday. We don't want to do that. We're like, okay, fine. And then Sunday we went axe throwing and then to the mall. And it was so much fun. I'm actually still sore from the axe throwing. I did it for two hours. I was going to say, you seem like the type of person that loves axe throwing. Yes. Well, if a guy takes you out on a date to axe throwing, does that count as me choosing to go axe throwing? No, (laughs) let me tell you. But (laughs) But I did have Okay. Did I say you choose to go axe throwing every day of your life or I said you like axe throwing I do like axe throwing it was a lot of fun with it was a lot of fun being with people that I was comfortable with though as opposed to being on a date with a guy that I don't know were you wearing heels no 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 no, no. never never they always said casual so I always wear my blendstones 
Oh my god. Um, what was I gonna? Oh, it was stunning here this weekend. I went to a park in the city, and then Carl threw up all over the car, so we went home. Because <laughs> we were looking for parking and all the driving in the city, and he got nauseous, and then it was just like I, I we were supposed to go for a restaurant, like to a restaurant. And I was like, I can't handle this anymore. I need to go home. Um, so that's really just about it. Isaac's in Arizona, so I have no one to hang out with. <laughs> and you live in Florida. And my other well, friend was in Miami, and that was it. Those are all my friends, and none of them were around. For the are you one coming nice to visit me soon? We have less. Are you coming I, to visit me soon? So I'm not sure if I'm coming next weekend or Thanksgiving weekend or the weekend after Thanksgiving. So we'll figure <laughs> that out. Tickets are cheapest next weekend. As long so as it's not this weekend, I'm fine. No, it's not this weekend. Surprise! I'm in your bed right now. Oh my god, I wish. Look under your covers. My bed is so big and lonely. I can't even tell you my laptop doesn't even take up so much space. <laughs> oh my god, you sleep with your laptop? Yeah, when ha- well, in my bed because it's so big. But when Javed sleeps in my bed, we still, the two of us and my laptop still fit. You know, though, I used to do that. And then my laptop fell off the bed in Israel and it broke. So, so my bed shattered. is... I have a ginormous bed. You know you know the bed I have. Like, it's just ginormous. Like, yeah, I don't even touch half my bed. And right, I that's eat. true. My bed, the one where my laptop broke was um, a twin-size bed. So, exactly. that makes sense. Yeah. So, so if I'm ever on a twin-size or, like, I'm sharing a bed with someone, right. I'll always put then my laptop don't. on something else. Yeah, well, when we watch a movie in your bed, I'm realizing we put it on the, like, little thing on the floor. Pile exactly. of laundry. What was it? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, the little black chair in my room. Okay, that wasn't okay. my room. <laughs> it was covered, covered in a pile of laundry. But well, the clothing like... gave it some height so that we could see it. <laughs> Listen, everybody needs that one chair in their room that has stuff on it. I don't have one right now. I actually but everybody have one right now. Good for you. I'm very proud. I know. <laughs> well, I, I had it this morning. Obviously, I put it in my bin under my bed. If you listened to last week's episode, you would know what I'm talking about. But... Okay. Should we get into the questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we got a question. I'm going to start with the one from Instagram, okay? Okay. All right. So question number one. Uno. I don't consider myself a happy person. What can I do to become happier? Um, hmm. I don't think I'm a happy person either, but what you can do is find things that make you happy and do those things that make you happy. No? So, yeah, I agree. I mean, like, that is what you're supposed to do. Like, that's how you, you know. But I happen to be a really happy person, generally. I mean, my friends all call me Angry Cloud because I have a lot of hair and I'm always angry. But I think the anger comes before the coffee because once I have a coffee, I'm usually pretty happy. And if, like, I'm ever really unhappy in the middle of the day and someone wants something for me, They'll, they literally will say, can I bring you a coffee? And I'll never deny. Or if they really are good, they'll just bring me a coffee. That's like, yeah, I'll never forget those people. But I don't know, but either, do you really think that you're a happy ber- person, like, down at your core? Like, honestly. Yeah, I do. Because really? I'll tell you why. I always go through a lot of struggle with it because I'm always like, why am I so unhappy? Why am I so unhappy? But when I really get down to it, I realize that when I look at a situation and when I see two things, my instinct and my natural way of going is the positive route I'm always finding the positive in every single situation like even when I'm miserable I laugh at my misery I laugh and then I make it into a joke and not because it's not miserable not because it's not sad and terrible because I'm just a happy person I don't really know how to explain it I don't get it but I think that like the way I became happy because I did go through a point of depression in my life that was pretty intense and the way I got out of it was realizing that the most important thing in life 
is happiness because there's you cannot be a functional person you can't accomplish things you can't be doing everything if you're not happy first and I don't mean happy in every single aspect happy with yourself happy with your this happy with your that I mean just in general happiness isn't something that you have or don't have it's something that we can all try to achieve you know and like when you like when you do what Nikki said and you do things that make you happy you're achieving small moments of happiness so if you want to become this person that all around is happy I would say make sure you're surrounded by self by people that are keeping you happy people that don't make you feel bad about yourself when you leave people that are just like you know easy and chill and fun and this way you're surrounded by happiness and when you're surrounded by happiness it rubs off onto you I mean like think about it like this Nikki when you're around people that make you happy, yes. you're happy. Yes. Even if there's something that's bothering you. Like, I'm yes, saying, when I see you so and you're true. crying, you're still miserable, but you're happy to be with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, happiness, no, yeah, totally I just right. really feel like happiness isn't like, there's no, there's no the key to life is happiness. It's, the happiness is something we all want to achieve and we all want to get to a point of. And it's really hard sometimes. But those things can be changed by doing things that make you happy, surrounding yourself by happy with happy people, and... Honestly, just kind of trying to convince yourself that you're happy. And I would say one thing that's like really, really good is trying to find the positive in every situation, even if you don't truly believe it. I would say that that's like the one of the biggest ways because there's always going to be a half cup. There's always going to be that half cup of water and you can say half full or half empty. And I know that that sounds kind of cliche, but it's really true. Like when I look at my cup of water, I'm like, I don't need to go refill it. I have a half a cup already. Some people are like, ooh, I have a half a cup. I got to go refill. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right. So, like, it's just kind of like a mindset. And the more you kind of, like, talk to yourself about it, like, when something's going through, like, your bank card gets declined or something, instead of being like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever. Why is my bank card declined? Being, be like, oh, my God, this is just the broke life. I can't, I don't know how to deal with it. You just laugh it off, you know? Even if you don't really mean it. I feel like getting yourself in that mindset can help. I don't know. Well, I would also say that it's important to set goals for yourself, you know, like, I think take it one step at a time instead of seeing the big picture as a whole, like how can I make myself happy right now? I was actually just um, writing in my uh, uh, writing a paper and it has nothing to really do with this, but I wrote a little bit about instant gratification and how, how in like our days and our generations, we're very um, instant gratification. We want things and we want it now. So instead of thinking I want to be happy and I want to be happy now, I think it's important to take one step at a time and be like, okay, this is something that makes me unhappy. What can I do about it? Or this is something that I would want to be a happier person. How can I achieve that goal? And just take a baby steps, make a little, make a little marks for yourself of what you can do to make yourself happy. And I think that's a really great starting point. That's actually really brilliant because happiness as a whole seems so like scary and taunting and broad. And there's so many different areas. Like there's like physical happiness and there's like emotional happiness and there's this kind of happiness and there's the happiness you get from your nails and from your coffee. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much of it and it's just like overwhelming to think of like how do I achieve happiness? So I think that you're like really smart when you said that. Like take it down one step at a time. What makes you happy? What could make you happy? How can you look at things in a happier way, a more positive way? And then it will just start naturally molding the way that you live even if it's like like even if it's exactly what esther said when she was saying look at the glass half full half empty every single day when something happens and you feel yourself getting upset look at take yourself out of the situation and be like okay how can i make this positive and that's your one goal for now do that for a month and then you can keep adding and adding and adding and i think that could really help absolutely question next question of course esther leaves the long questions for the me who literally cannot like make coherent sentences but okay. so read the other question do the confident question first if you want but this one this, I like that it breaks it up a little like okay, being confident so and being happy is like the same thing 
Okay. I don't like the beginning of this question, so I'm going to skip it because it says that they like our advice, but especially Esther's advice. And, um, yeah. So... <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. I'm going to read it. It says... <laughs> It says, hey guys, first off, I really like your advice, especially you, Esther. I think your <laughs> advice is so on point and insightful, Esther. Also, Nikki, your story of hiding, your boyfriend's, hiding from your boyfriend's dad at his age after dating for five years was hilarious. Thank you. I think so, too. I think it's ridiculous. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. <laughs> um, one of the things that I'm struggling with is my feeling about most of my friend's parents paying for their college. I, on the other hand, couldn't go to my dream school because it was too expensive and I'm taking out loans for college and it's just really discouraging. I feel like I'm going to start off like a foot behind because I have loans to pay off while my friends are having their ex- while my friends are having their expenses completely covered and are starting life with no debts. It's not fair and it's difficult for me to it's it's not fair Oh my god. It's not fair and it's difficult for me not to feel any jealous. See, that's not how it says it, but that's what we're going to go with. Any advice? And then there's another question, but we can address that part after this question because there's a second part to the question. But Okay. So I think that, I mean, listen, I'm, me and Nikki both are paying for our own college. Um, mm-hmm. We also do yeah. not have financial support from our parents in that way right now. Not because they don't want to, because obviously they can't. If they were able to, they would help us out easily. Um, for me, the way that I'm doing it, because I don't want to start out with debt, I'm not taking out any loans. So I'm only paying for the semester that I can afford. So right now I'm going through a semester that's costing me a little bit more than $3,000. And I just started to register for my second semester and they said, you have a $3,000 balance. You cannot register until that's paid. And I'm kind of freaking out about it now. I am, I did apply for financial aid and I would recommend that you definitely apply for all the grants that you are eligible for. I also know that there's some COVID relief college situations going on. I got an email about it yesterday that like anybody who needs um from specific college expenses like books and things like that they are giving out so I don't know if your college is offering that but I would definitely say to look into it and find out if there is and I really I mean for me again I don't want to start out life with debt I don't pay for anything that I don't have the money for because I want to keep my credit score up I want to keep my you know I only want to do it so if I have to take a break in the middle a semester break or a year break to be able to pay for college, I might have to do that even though I don't want to and it's really, really unfun and scary to me to do that. But I think that sometimes, like, it sucks. Money is something that comes and goes and there's no way to guarantee that it's going to be there forever. And you never know what struggles your friends are going to be going through in the future or, you know, I'm saying, like, you kind of, you're taking responsibility for your college education and that's amazing and incredible and there's a lot of people that do it just like you. And it is scary to start out with debt. But first of all, debt can be paid off and... I mean, yeah, I mean, I personally just don't, I don't want debt, so I'm really paying for it in advance. Well, in my perspective, I am taking out loans. So my first two years of college, my parents actually did pay, um, but I was paying rent for my apartment, which I don't know if you're from my nester's, like, Jewish community, but from my perspective, like, most kids in the Jewish community, their parents pay for their college. Boyfriend even went, he could have gone to uh, probably I mean he's not in a bad school but he could have gone to a better school but he went to the school that he's going to because he has literally zero tuition he's completely paid for he got a scholarship so that's why he chose that school I'm like that was really tough for him because it wasn't his number one choice but he chose like Esther said to go down the route of no debt personally for me my tuition is not a lot per semester but right now it is something that I have taken out loans for for myself on my name um and that is because Honestly, in the real world, and like I said, I don't know what community you're from, but in the community that I live in, all these kids, their parents pay for their college, but once you step out of my bubble, almost everybody takes out loans for college. Like, really almost 
everybody does it. So true. And yeah, it sucks. And right now is the right time to do it because right now we're, because of like all this coronavirus stuff going on, there's actually no interest on loans, which is awesome. Um, at least for right now, I don't know how long it's going to last, but I know that there was no interest on loans for a little bit. So I have no interest from last semester and I'm going into this next semester taking out loans again. And like, yeah, it sucks that you're going to have to pay it back and it sucks that there's probably eventually going to be interest again and it's going to accumulate. But honestly, when you get a career, you will be able to manage that into your monthly budget. And like, it could suck, but it also is good for you. And I think that it teaches you how to... Like, I think it teaches you a lot about being adult, and I think these kids that don't have to take out loans and their parents are paying for everything, honestly, are not going to learn a lot because they don't learn how to do things for themselves, and I think it's important that you're going to be able to do this for yourself, and you have no one to thank for your education but yourself. You put yourself in this position. You paid for your college. You, you did all of this for yourself. You know, so I think that that's a really like like learn learn to see the beauty in that. Even though it's hard because it's obviously I feel super jealous of all my friends. I was paying rent when none of my friends were paying rent, and that sucked for me. You know, it's kind of like I can sit there and say, okay, I'm working hard for myself. You know what I mean? Like, don't see this as this like overriding burden. This is something that you're going to learn how to budget. You're going to learn to manage, and it's gonna be worth it in the long run, whether you use the degree you got or not. It's going to be worth it for yourself. That's what I think. I also was going to say that I agree with you 100%. And I think that, like, it will teach you a ton about managing your money and saving money. Like, if you're working now, I'm not sure if you're working now as well. But if you are, definitely be saving or set aside a certain percentage of every single paycheck to pay back your loans. And, first of all, the interest-free thing is so cool. And I didn't know that, which is incredible to know. And I also want to say that most people at one point in their life go into debt. So, there are ways to get out of it, you know? And I there is a book. I'm, I forgot what it's called. I'm going to find the name and I'm going to post it on Instagram. But there is a book. Someone teaches you literally how to get out of debt. And it again, like debt is scary. But it's something that everybody goes through at a certain point. And just because I'm trying to avoid it as much as I can does not mean it's never going to happen to me, you know? And like... It's okay because it happens and there's a reason why there's ways to pay back your debt and there's reason why there's loans. You know, this is what puts people through school. In order to get a job with a degree that pays you enough, you need, you might need to take out a loan and that's okay. You know, again, like me not taking out a loan might not be a set thing. I might change my mind when it comes to next semester. I don't know. But for as long as I can prolong it, I'm going to. But at a certain point, I'm going to need to learn how to manage it regardless. You know what I'm saying? I think that also college debt is literally one of the most common debts and like I said before I don't again don't know like what community you're from but like it might not seem that way because of the community that you're from and from the like culture that you're in it might not seem that way that like college is like the most common debt but in the real world it is just such a common debt that so many people deal with and like Everyone, like Esther said, everyone deals with debt at a point in time, and I think it's going to be great that you're going to learn how to manage this for yourself. You're going to learn how to do this, and I just think in the long run, you have to think about the benefits and how the benefits outweigh the negatives, you know? Yeah, I agree. Seriously. Other part of the question was, another question is, when is it appropriate to bring up a health issue with a guy I'm dating? I go on a couple of dates with with guys sometimes and I'm just wondering when it's appropriate to talk to them about some pre-existing conditions I have. Although they're not life-threatening, they can be serious and I don't want to start off on the first date telling the guy and scaring him, but I also think the longer the longer I wait, the more awkward it is to say it later. 
So, I mean, when is the right time to tell someone anything? You know, like there's no rules. I think like it has to be at a point where you feel comfortable with the guy to share this piece of information. I don't think you owe him anything at the beginning. Exactly. And when it's necessary. Like I don't think it's it's something you need to disclose before you go out or on the first date because obviously they're not telling you what they have and everybody has a package. Everybody has things that are with them that, you know, they're always nervous to tell the other person about that thing. And I don't think that that should hold you back. I think that there's a right time and a right place to say things and in your case maybe it would be going out a couple dates getting comfortable with the person and then being like listen I want to discuss something with you it's harder for me to say it because it's something that's you know a little scary to me but this is how I'm holding and I just want to say that if he doesn't accept it and he breaks up with you because of the pre-existing conditions that you cannot control then he's not the one for you because there will be someone who will be okay with it who will be okay with your condition exactly and 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 it, it sucks that not everybody can be that way But that's why there's the idea of like soulmates is because not everybody is going to be your soulmate. Just because you can have an amazing few years with someone does not mean that they're the one that's going to accept you with all your ins and outs and all like you see this everywhere you know people are in relationships and there's always the things like I love this person but xyz you know or like this person has this and it makes it really hard in the relationship or you know I see this now with one of my friends like he's dating a girl that has a health condition and it's really really difficult for him because he like they'll start a conversation she gets very overwhelmed and very like she she gets like very overwhelmed and that triggers her mental illness and she's like okay we can't discuss this right now and he's like when are we ever going to have a chance to discuss the serious things if it's never going to go this way you know what I'm saying if every time we're going to have this conversation it's going to be too hard for you and it's something that he has to think about and say like listen is this something is this someone that I'm going to sacrifice this for because I'm able to handle her health conditions or am I not the right person for her am I going to let her go so that someone can who can take care of her and can mm-hmm. nurture her in that way can be there for her you know mm-hmm. yeah I mean you really did say everything that I was going to say when coming to like when's the right time I don't think there'll be any time that we can specifically pinpoint I don't think the first date and I also don't really think the second date I know that that again there shouldn't be a rule of thumb but something about like the first and second date I feel like should be set aside for just genuinely getting to know each other and then once you get to the third date when things maybe get a little more serious and you guys are actually talking on like a little bit more of a depth unless you had like a crazy depth conversation on the second date I think like once you start getting third fourth date territory you can start and you start really getting comfortable with a person and feeling able to tell them things maybe then is the right time because you're right you don't want to bring it up too late in the relationship because then it's like well you could have told you had so many opportunities to tell me this but it's really gonna be based on like when is the right time you're gonna have to find that opportunity and you're just gonna have to do it you know what I mean and like Esther said if someone's not gonna accept you for it then they're just not the right person for you anyway so it honestly doesn't matter you know like if someone's gonna be like oh I, I don't like her because of that then it's like okay great I'm glad that I saw that this is not the relationship for me and then you can move on You can also try to kind of pick up like different things. Like when you're talking about other things that are more serious, before you go into the health issues, you can try to pick up where he's holding and what kind of person he is. And you can know sometimes like if you, if you feel in your heart, like he's not going to be okay with it, then it's very likely that he's not going to be okay with it. But if you feel like, you know, he seems really accepting and really open and really honest and he seems like he'd be open with me about how he feels, I feel like I could share it now. You know what I'm saying? I 100% agree with you on that part. So I hope you were last able to help. question. <laughs> yes, the last question is how to be confident. So this is a really unspecific question, and like I kind of get why it's an unspecific question because like yeah. how do you how do you explain this more and further? Yeah. But it is a little bit of a hard and broad question to answer. I don't know. What do you think, Nikki? Well, I actually think 
yes and no because this is what I'm gonna say to you what I'm gonna say to you is is that if you fake confidence you will get confidence it's the same thing that like if I, if you fake that you are hot that you are the most gorgeous person that has ever walked this planet you will feel as time goes on that you are the most gorgeous person that has ever walked this planet and I don't think that's a bad thing because you deserve to feel that way so if you go around and think I am hot shit you will become hot shit <laughs> I agree I really agree right? with that theory because I felt it within myself like I've gone times where like I don't always feel great about myself but when I do I see other people literally reflecting that like when I go out and I'm like not so in the mood and I'm not feeling great about it and whatever I'm I always get those vibes from the people I'm around but just the other week I went out with my cousin and we were like we both looked really good and we went out for drinks and it was really nice and fun we literally made so many friends because we both felt like we were just we were like we are the party everybody wants to be with us and then literally everybody was approaching us and like hey guys can I hang out with you you seem so chill and cool and I was like yes of course <laughs> like exactly. we just made so many friends and like I think that it's really just about a mindset which again like it's really really hard to like change your mindset also with the happiness thing that we were discussing at the beginning of this episode it is really really difficult like it's not these are not easy things to achieve but there's yes. also no one right way like you have to feel good and you have to make yourself feel good and I really I ish agree with ish. I like half agree with your statement, like fake it till you make it. Yeah. Because I go by the quote, be real until you feel real. And I'll tell you why. This is like a big controversy in my life. I've had conversations about this forever. Because when you're faking it, you're like faking this confidence until you can feel the confidence. But the confidence you're faking is real confidence. Do you get what I'm saying? You're faking real confidence. So if you're Uh being real and you're being really confident, you're gonna feel real. Do you get what I'm saying? You get the difference? Oh, I agree with you. Honestly, like, I, I get dressed <laughs> and I put on my nicest outfit and I walk around like I'm the queen of wherever I'm going. I don't know if you have you seen those TikToks. Oh my God, we have to post one. I don't know if we're allowed to like take other people's TikToks and like post them. <coughs> okay. Um, have you seen those TikToks that it was like, it's like me driving, like thinking that everybody's in love with me and then it's like pause it, like that it turns to like what they actually see and it's like you hunched over the steering wheel. Like it's literally me. Like I drive and I think like, oh my God, all the cars around me are like looking into my car and falling in love with me. And then like actually in reality, I'm sitting there with like my hunched oh back and my little like so it's close to the steering wheel, right? Do you like also think that all these cars are in love with you? I like roll down my windows. I take my hair out. I blast <laughs> the music and I sing on the top of my lungs. And I'm like, these guys and these people are wishing they were me they're wishing they they had my voice they just want me i'm like whoa i'm I'm that's why when you want to feel good about yourself go for a drive but i honestly think like and then that makes me feel good and honestly regardless if it's true or not who cares i feel good generally when you feel good you look good i'm saying like i will walk down the street and i'll see people that walk with confidence and that are with you know and you're just like whoa i want to work on your posture yeah, postures are If you work on your posture, you look more um, confident. It's true. It's true. Just, but yeah, I think that just like just in general, it's also like a really good thing would be mirror talk. Like a lot of the times I find myself talking negatively about myself when I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I need to fix this and I need to fix this and this isn't good. But I, 
I mean, I haven't been practicing this, so I'm just going to preach a bit without practicing. But when you're looking in the mirror at yourself and you say, like, hey, girl. advice is so good. She's just preaching away. Nothing that she practices. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, if you look in the mirror and you just say, like, even if you feel a certain way, you just say, like, you actually look amazing right now. Like, you look good. Yes, you have issues. Yes, you have things that you don't like about yourself. But, like, I look good. I feel good. Mm -hmm. Let me feel good. I want to feel Mm -hmm. good. You know, and I just think that like talking to yourself a lot in the mirror like does help because it does bring about like another level of confidence when you're telling yourself you are beautiful, you are perfect, you deserve the world, everybody wants you. It's kind of hard to mix those messages once you leave the house wearing that outfit. Do you get it? Yes. And also make sure that you're around people that hype you up, not bring you down. I think that's important. And now it is time for... Story, story time. time. Oh my god, can we play the Pinky Dinky Do story time song? Do you know that? No. Sing um, it. we are going to the story box where Pinky's really good at making up stories. And <laughs> every story rocks story box. So like, oh my god, copyright. I love that song. We should get a track. <laughs> should we should we email Pinky Dinky Do and ask if we could use it? Yes. Actually, Pinky we should. Do. So, um, this is gonna be a joint story, but it, it's technically about me, Nikki. But it is a joint story because I've actually blocked uh, the event out of my memory pretty well. And Esther claims that she really knows the story. But Esther, it was New Year's, and we we were drinking a little bit. And um, to, you know, <laughs> Esther was she was she was okay. But then later on in the night, um, when she was showering, I get Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. I'm like, what? She's like. Oh. You have to stay in here. I'm like, why? Because like, I'm drowning. I'm like, Esther, you're in the shower. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to say, if I was drowning, she wouldn't have come save me because <laughs> you don't drown in the shower. <laughs> Believe what you will about this story, but we're telling it from two very broken um, standpoints. Memories. But we're going to talk about um, how I broke up with my toxic ex-boyfriend. So the story begins well, actually, in the, the year really 2000. Begin. Yeah, the year 2016. <laughs> Um, and really, the story should begin uh, when I disinvited him from my brother's wedding. I think that was, like, pretty pretty much, like, the ending point for us. But there was a lot of other factors that ended the relationship. And I've talked about it before when there's an episode about toxic relationships, and we spoke about it, and there were a lot of toxic things in our relationship. But um, how, can you explain the events of the night before the actual breakup happened? It was yeah, a very so small setting. It was very small. So it was me and one of my friends... And we went to Nikki's to celebrate New Year's. And she invited her boyfriend. And it was really just going to be us. There were supposed to be two other people there, but they didn't come in the end. Um, They came the next time. Do you remember? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. Oh, I do remember them. Yeah. (laughs) They came another time in the end. Um, And either way, they, we all arrive. And the first thing we do is we have to go to the store and get food. Because obviously, every good party needs good food. So we had drinks already. And I think we even started drinking already. And then we went to the store across the street and her boyfriend was saying some really rude things to her. And me and my friend were walking a little bit behind them because it kind of made us uncomfortable. And I was in my head, I was like, how is he, I was like, how is he talking to her this way? Like, I was not cool with it. And my friend was like, oh my God. friend said something to me. She said, you're going to let him talk to you like that? She said something, but in the store. Yeah. Because in the store, he went to a different aisle to get something. He was like telling you that you dress a certain way. Like he was calling you names, like really not things that someone should ever say to another person he was like he was saying that like she dresses for other guys and the fact that she's friends with other guys oh he was the reason the other two weren't able to come really yes because he said he didn't want them to come because they were they were guys or something or he thought you had something with one of them and you were like 
No. Yeah, well, that that would be a classic. He just, like, he was giving really move. negative yeah, vibes, and he, and he, he was, would like... he literally say, like, oh, you're dressed like a whore, you're doing this because you thought other guys were going to come, right? Like, he would And, like, that, Nikki you know? was always loyal. Nikki was always a good girlfriend. She yeah. always put him before everyone else, and, like, she did not deserve that. And my friend actually no, said yeah. something. He went to a different aisle in the store, and my friend went up to Nikki and was like, are you going to let him talk to you like that? And she was like... She was already, like, having a lot of anxiety, and she was already very, like, fidgety about it. She was like, whatever. I, I just, and, like, I can't deal with this right now. And, and also, like, it was just so embarrassing. I can never bring him out in public, because he would say things like that to me in front of, like, he had never met Esther's friend before. And the fact that he felt comfortable enough to say those things to me in front of other people is, like, a huge telling point. That's know? what we were also saying. We were like, why is he doing this now? Like, we're both here. Like, it's yeah. so, in- it was just the wrong time. It was inappropriate. Yeah. And I mean, there's never a right time. Never do, but... I'm saying, there's never a right time yeah. to say that, but like, you don't do that in front of other people. Really, yeah. it's just not okay. Yeah. So anyways, we bought some yummy snacks. I remember we bought like frozen cookie dough and pretzels yeah, and we, we bought, bought such good but that food. that crackers. Oh my right. god, Nishnash. And popcorn oh. for the Nishnash and popcorn salad. Yum. <laughs> Forget about Nishnash popcorn salad. So anyways, we get back to the apartment. Obviously, it was about to be New Year's, so we all poured ourselves drinks, and we were yeah. counting down and doing the whole thing. We had the TV on to the ball dropping, and yeah, it was really nice and really fun. I him on my phone. It's I was going to say. Happy New Year and taking the drink because every other picture and every video of him I deleted, but I had to keep that one because you were in and it was a monumental night, so. <laughs> monumental. Anyways, so we all got a little bit crazy and we started dancing and having a good time and Nikki was dancing on me. We love dancing on each other. Yeah, and it was like, he, really, like normal. And, normal. And harmless. I'm like, this yeah. is me and Nikki. Like, we are each other. We're the same person. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. And he freaked out at her. He was like, get off of her. It's what are you doing? It's cousin. disgusting. I yeah, I'm also. like, and we were just not cool with that. So Should she I actually. Post that video on the Dark Toasty Instagram? He's not in it. It's just going, what are you doing to her? She's your cousin. Oh and my I'm god, like, maybe. What? <laughs> oh my god. I have to look at the video first to pre approve if I'm okay no, with the whole world. No, you're fine in it. it. Yeah, you're so but... fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I also had braces then. What a terrible oh, time yeah, for you me. Did. I thought I looked so cute in braces. Let me tell you guys, I didn't. <laughs> no you look beautiful but no one looks good in braces (laughs) yeah so either way Nikki got like really frustrated and really anxious and like again like after you're drinking and like this is happening she was just trying to have a good time and let loose and all the things before had already been bothering her and she was just trying to get it out of her head I was never allowed to go to parties because of him like he wouldn't let me go to parties he'd be like you can't go to that so then I wouldn't go so I was like this is my version like I can't go to a new year's party this year but I can have this but like he wouldn't even let me have that yeah, so Nikki actually locked herself in the bathroom. She's like, I just need to pee. I need to be alone. But obviously, I went to go join her. Well, actually, yes. no. He started knocking and banging on the door, and she locked the door. She never locks the door. So, like, yeah. he, she locked the door because she wanted to be alone, and he kept, like, knocking the door. Let me in. We need to talk, blah, 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 whatever. And he was being really, really aggressive. Very so aggressive. my friend started talking to him, and, and my friend was like, give her space. Let her calm down. Let her come out on her own terms. Come walk away. So she actually took him, I think, to the other room and was talking to him there and, like, trying to calm him down. And I snuck into the bathroom with Nikki, and she was just a mess. She was really crying. She was hurt, and she was sad. And I was like, I was like, he needs to leave. She's like, he needs to leave. And my friend was already in the middle of convincing him to leave. We didn't know that at that time. And then he wasn't leaving. So Nikki started saying, like, listen, if you don't leave, I'm going to call your mother to come pick you up. I'm like, that is a threat. And he was drunk and he wasn't interested. He was, like, not interested in dealing with his mom. I don't remember how we actually got him to leave. I think it was my friend. No, I called his mom. I called his mom. You called his mom? I called his mom. First of all, I love his mom to this day. I love his mom. She would have made the best mother-in-law. She is a sweetheart. 
But I, I called his mom. I was like, I'm so sorry to do this, but you need to pick your son up from my house because I can't have him here anymore. I'm like, I, I can't explain the situation, but you, you need to come pick him up. And she did. I mean, I remember like going out of the bathroom when he was in the way and I like pushed him and he got like a scratch on his nose. Do you remember that? And he was freaking out. He's like, you punched me in the face. You And I really, <laughs> I really didn't, although I should have, like I didn't punch him in the face. I was, I was going like, to say, he's lucky you didn't him, punch him in the I face. And I really should have punched him in the face, but I didn't yeah. because I don't believe in violence. But... Um, but either yeah. way, when he left, like, he was trying to talk to her as he was leaving. And, like, we just kept pulling Nikki away. We were, like, closing the door on him. We're, like, get out. Like, we're yeah. here with Nikki. And then the rest of the night was kind of a blur. <laughs> and then we were like, Lord, God, party! <laughs> <laughs> and then and Esther then, ended up drowning actually, in the shower. Also, just, guys, another sign of a toxic relationship um, is if someone is ever threatening to hurt themselves, if you end the relationship with them. And I had, we had some experience with that where he was threatening to hurt himself because of the end of the relationship. So I spoke to his mother the next day. I sent her this long text and I said, you know, I really care about you and I care about your son. This relationship isn't healthy for me, but please, please watch out for him. You know, he's, I think he's in a really bad place and I think that you really just need to like be there for him and just like, you know. And you said so. that you've seen him recently and he like got his life together a little bit oh, more yeah, and he's doing yeah, much better yeah. and like doing, that's amazing really and like well. she, Nikki's happy. Really well. Nikki's happy, I'm for, happy him. for him. Yeah, and when I see him we we like sit together, we talk, we'll have full on conversations. I remember we were at dinner, um, this big dinner downtown for like whatever. And he was there and we actually like sat together on the side and like people were like trying to get us both away because they thought that we were both uncomfortable, but like we weren't. Like we had a good conversation. Also we dated for almost three years, so we were together for a very long time. Um, and we, we were, we were so, we were sophomores when we started our relationships and we were so young and, and it was just like, you know, like I have he no just wasn't feelings the one towards you. him and wasn't I the right hope time, that he won't do this to any other girl though. That's what yeah. I hope, you know, but. Absolutely, absolutely. I hear he doesn't, so. But for dysfunctional stories, how did we do? Um, how did we do on that know. story? <laughs> yeah, I like that this was a joint story this time that we could both, uh, put our input We on. have a lot of joint stories though. We yeah. do. We should, we should try to. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So, um, guys, if you have any stories for us, feel free to send it in when you send in your advice for us or your advice question that you need advice on, and that will be linked down below in our anonymous submission form. You guys can also DM us on Instagram at that is an or you guys can also DM us on Instagram or email us at darktwistypod. D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, we love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in to another episode, and we can't wait to see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.